The comforts of our modern world have long spared us the many hardships of our ancestors. But what if the secret to unlocking their durability lies in training ourselves to endure the same struggles that they faced? Team ETA members Dan, Vic, Gwen, and myself head out in search of the frigid waters of the Adirondack High Peaks in hopes of finding a deeper level of cold endurance. Culmination of about, say, eight weeks of cold weather training came together today when we marched into the woods in the Adirondack Mountains, smashed through a bunch of ice until we made about a three-foot deep pool in the river, and then took turns climbing into it and practicing breath control in frigid conditions. And I have to say, I'm pretty damn happy with the way it turned out. The positive effects that cold water and cold weather exposure can have, particularly in conjunction with breathing exercises, simplified are building up levels of brown fat. Brown fat is essentially what's used to, to combust quickly, create warmth in the body, found in high concentrations in hibernating mammals and infants. There's a massive increase in white blood cell count as this is done over time, which helps the immune system and also has been shown to scientifically assist with autoimmune diseases. You also build muscle memory into your capillaries by teaching them to expand and contract by exposing them to the cold and essentially strengthening them. And then, of course, there is the mental edge of what this kind of training creates, similar to the way we might have been in a more primitive time. But ultimately, it's the mental edge that this builds, that that sense of sitting into something so cold that the whole rest of the world vanishes and you just have to focus on your mind and your breathing, get that locked in and get that under control. I was really impressed by how you and Gwen did, honestly. I think you guys spent about a minute longer maybe than, uh, than we did in there. So we might have to revisit this next winter. But um, overall, I'm really, I'm really happy with the way, the way I felt personally, uh, getting in, getting out. Um, me and DK seem to warm up a little bit quicker than you guys, but that could be attributed to the fact that maybe you're in there longer. But we'll have to check the tape and, and really decide who, uh, who's going to be crowned the winner for this one. <laughs> it's good. I need to be crowned the winner on this one because you both whooped my ass on the underwater rock running the last time we did. So. We did. <laughs> Got to stay ahead. Uh, I mean, I think it's, it couldn't have gone any better. And, I mean, I don't think there's any group of people I, I'd rather be doing this with than uh, you guys. So I was, the anticipation was definitely, it was, I wouldn't say it was getting me, but I was, I was trying, I wasn't really thinking about it that much. So once we got out here, I, I almost started getting real giddy when we like, started, <laughs> I was like, this is actually going to happen. We're actually about to climb in here. And especially once we broke through all that ice and cleared that nice pool and it was, it was still crystal clear and I was, I was jazzed up to get in there and yeah, it was, it was perfect. I'm looking forward to next time. Yeah, you were you were grinning like the entire <laughs> half hour before we got in there. I just kept I kept looking over at you and you're just guy <laughs> could not wait to get in there. Couldn't tell if that was nerves or if you were just pumped. I, yeah. My body doesn't even know anymore. It's just yeah. it's just yeah. excitement. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's good. Danny was so happy. I was like <laughs> He's just so excited to watch us suffer. You know, like he's so excited cuz Josh and I were going first and he was like, "Yeah, you suckers." <laughs> That's what I felt like, but Truth be told, he was like just dying to get in. I think it's probably a little bit of both. I I enjoy personal suffering, and I, sometimes I like to see Josh suffer. Not not so much Gwen, but yeah, <laughs> I like seeing Josh suffer. Yeah.
Can we also just note that Dan walked up here in cowboy boots the first time when we came to get prepped for this so that we could get a shot of him in his American flag underwear and a pair of cowboy boots in the middle of the winter? I'm going to have to find some, some cowboy boots that actually have proper traction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gore-Tex cowboy boots with a Vibram sole. <laughs> do you think they make crampons for cowboy boots? I think there's a market for this. They do micro spikes. Yeah, yeah. micro spikes. All right, next time. Yeah. Yeah, when we were bashing through that ice, that's when it really, especially when we got through that second layer, I mean, the way it was dammed up below the pool that we used, once you, once you cleared that out and the current opened up, yeah. and I was able to break through that second layer of ice and those big chunks flowed through, we actually got a look at the bottom of the river and it was just that like perfect sandy crystal clear bottom. It just lit up. It went from like, all right, we're going to have to like lay on our stomachs in here like you and I do in the river behind our gym to do this. pool of slush. Right, during the week. Yeah, to just like, I mean, it looked like something, if if such a thing as a cold weather spa existed, it almost looked like it came right out of that. It could not have been better. It was perfect. perfect. I've noticed in my performance since doing this, particularly when we were ice climbing this weekend, Mm -hmm. that even in the moments where I got cold, the ability to recover as a byproduct of this training was night and day. There's usually always a point on an ice climb where your feet turn into blocks of ice and your hands especially into blocks of ice because they're over your head so much swinging the picks. Draining that blood. Didn't happen once. And it's of note to mention that the first day we got up here, the high was, what, six? Yesterday, the high was, what, 15? Something like that, yeah. So... Even in those temperatures, my feet actually did not get cold once any of the time we were climbing. And the times that my hands did, most of the time I was able to recover it almost instantly just through breathing and just through the focus that doing this kind of training has, has begun to build. I'd love to have that scientifically measured if there was a way to do it, but just the difference in ice climbing seasons in terms of how it's affected my extremities and even... even focus on breathing while climbing it has gone through the roof i mean i i I, this is my first time doing this climbing into ice cold water with without a suit on or something like that but even just doing the the cold showers over the last few months i notice myself when i go outside i i feel like i almost have a a shell of of warmth like even if i go out in just a t-shirt i i don't notice it affecting me or getting into my core as quick as it, as, it, as it used to. But yeah, especially for, for work, I mean, usually we have a wetsuit, dry suit. Now we have hot water systems here and there. But it's, a, it's definitely helped a lot. And I'm a lot more comfortable in the water. And it's, yeah, really it's just the extremities, but I, I never really feel any issues with my core or my legs or anything like that. It's toes and, and fingertips, the only thing that gets affected. And I think it's been helping a lot. And I it's definitely help me grow mentally be more comfortable in the water not just physically I feel like um, recently I have been exposing myself to a lot of cold environment I went climbing in red rocks and at the grail uh, rock climbing and it was just it was it was hard it was very very cold and uh, I think that having this kind of training helped so much I wouldn't want to know what it would have been like if I hadn't because like going out in these elements, it was, um, I wore less yesterday on my hands 
and on my core ice climbing than I ever have in these conditions. And I felt amazing. Like I got up to the top of that climb and my hands were like warm. Like normally they're just like in pain and frozen. But I think uh, with this, all this training, half of it is the cold weather training. Half of it is the breathing technique. And that helps me so much. If I do the breathing technique before I go climbing, if I do it before I do this or do an ice bath or whatever, I feel so much better prepared for it and it goes so much smoother and I'm mentally prepared and physically prepared because it brings oxygen into your muscles and it's just, it feels incredible. It helps everything. Yeah, I would, I would agree. I think the mental aspect of it is is probably what i'm taking away the most obviously the science behind it is incredible um but just remembering in those moments of struggle whatever it is like whether it's when i'm about to get in the water and i'm going for a surf and the waves are huge and i'm just like my mind's going all kinds of places just stopping for one second and remembering to breathe is like the ultimate recentering, and it's so simple that it's it's insane like anybody can do this you just have to really think about it like just take take a step back from the entire situation get a few good cycles of breathing in and then everything starts to kind of you get this calm that comes over you and it's like all right i got this like i can do this whatever it happens to be and, and you just go for it so absolutely the mental aspect of it is is huge for me because this is something that i used to practice and kind of fell off with it like I used to practice martial arts and they, they really focus on breathing a lot. And, and that's just something that I, I let slip away in my life. So coming back to it is really making me a stronger surfer, a stronger climber. And, uh, and yeah, I think it's just, it's great for every aspect of life. There's nothing more centering. Yeah. Like no matter how you feel before you get into that water, when you get out, you feel like fire. It's just yeah, a million bucks. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's, that's why I love starting the day with it because it's just you, you. There's no point in the day where you feel better than that moment when you get out. Right. That's the foundational thread of embrace the animal as a whole, and that's that's why doing this kind of training is is so inherent to what we do and and what our message is here. Just the idea that our ancestors were essentially super athletes who could endure ice ages and endure incredible feats of of survival in the elements based off the fact that those elements are what kept them conditioned and kept them strong. Being able to essentially hack your body and train it to build brown fat and increase your capillaries output by exposing yourself to hardship, building a stronger body by exposing it to struggle, is, it's, it's the perfect analogy for the mentality of, of a successful person and someone that finds their best self overall. It's the idea that no growth comes from comfort, whether it's physical mental all of it comes from adversity and when you go beyond just dealing with what you have no other choice but to deal and you move yourself to the point where you're actually seeking that out that's when at least for me i found in life the transition to just a limitless higher version of yourself begins and i don't think anything has ever summarized it better than taking a plunge in ice cold water